You're listening to CSB Broadcast, your local connection to communities of southeastern Wisconsin, where Community State Bank gives you advice on your financial needs and links you to the people and events happening near you. Hello, everybody. I'm Scott Hudipo with Community State Bank, and thanks for listening to our podcast today. Today we have Jamie Racine from the United Way, who works with the Community School Project in, uh, with the Unified School District in Racine. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Great to have you here. Before we start, can you tell us a little bit about your background before we go into talking about community schools? Sure. So um, I actually graduated with a bachelor's in journalism and history. So stories have always been my passion. Uh Um, But once I graduated, I started with AmeriCorps Vista and I served for two years with AmeriCorps and I really got my feet wet and my heart full with community service organizing work. And so over the last 10 years, I've worked in various capacities as environmental educator, camp service director, program leadership, all kinds of stuff. I've got a bit of a meandering river, but it's always had its heart and feet in community organizing work and youth empowerment. Fantastic. Where'd you grow up at? I grew up in South Milwaukee. South Milwaukee. Yeah, okay. The, okay. the last name Racine isn't quite as fun when you live in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I remember when when Rodney from the United Way was talking about you and, and the last name. I thought he was kidding at first. So it. Uh, Most people do. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Well, fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you at United Way, and it's great to have you here today. Thank you. Community schools, and, and I might add, I'm on the I'm on the board of United Way, so I have the privilege of learning a lot about this stuff. And, and their bank's actually been a supporter of the of the project. And you know, one one of my challenges that I have is when I try to talk to people about a community school, the community school concept. Um, it's not it's not always easy for people to understand what it is. Sure. Can you tell us what a community school is? Sure, I'll lay it out for you in three different languages. And by that I mean there's a historical perspective in which you can understand it, uh, sort of a theoretical um, place you can understand it, and then there's always analogies, right? So, Perfect. Um, from a historical perspective, uh, the community school model as it's implemented now is very much based in the historical context of community schools. So you think about neighborhood schools, Everybody from that lived in that area, they, the kids went to school there, families hung out there, there were community events. If you wanted to help, uh, help a neighbor out or do an event, you would go to the school and that was a natural gathering place. Um, also at the turn of the last century, a lot of schools, especially in urban areas, offered uh, medical services, kind of those basic needs. Um, as access points um, for the community. And so we're taking a lot of those components and putting them into now. And so the theoretical part of that is that a school is, it is a place, but it's also representative of a set of partnerships. So it's a place where people come to gather, and it's where we've made connections with different community organizations. So instead of having sort of a desert of social services and social opportunity, as well as educational opportunity, it becomes a very rich community center where they all meet together. Fantastic. You can think about, now here comes my analogy. Uh So you can think about um, my role as a community schools manager and that that sort of theoretical uh, idea 
as your smartphone. And so all of these services, the school, the educators, uh, you know, the nonprofit organizations, the doctors, the dentists, all of those people are different apps. And so my job is to make sure that each app works as well as it can and that they complement each other to make your life a lot easier. Fantastic. Let's, let's get to the, um, the real life situations and kind of explain what you do and, and you talk about the different apps. How do the different apps, the different services uh, intertwine with the schools themselves? Definitely. Well, you know, that's a question that we're looking forward to answering. Okay. This is our first year uh, that we're starting next week as a pilot. Uh, the way that, that I've been setting it up over the course of the last six months is um, that we want to uh, make sure that uh, the programs are in a place so that we can maximize the amount of students we reach. So, you know, making sure that not all the kindergarten programs are on Tuesday nights, for example. It's mm -hmm. a very simple example. Um, also working with um, district leadership um, in the health services department, in after school programs, in behavioral help. Um, and so we want to make sure that we help coordinate uh, all of those pieces to work well with the current existing school culture. Um, we're doing that in a few different ways. So United Way worldwide um, is really the convener of a community. So we do that naturally. We've got our workplace uh, campaigns, which you at Community State Bank know. Um, so we have connections with the business and the city leadership. And then we also have connections from the organizations that receive funding. So now we're taking that one step further and convening people in a way that's really meaningful. Um, so when you look at uh, some of the programs that we're funding, one of which is an in-school mental health clinic uh, provided by Children's. And so Children's Hospital will provide a full-time clinician that will help support the work of the counselor and the social worker so that teachers can teach okay. during the day. Mm -hmm. um, we also are partnered with YMCA. They have a Young Leaders Academy and they're focused on academic support and uh, personal leadership development. And so helping to create strong leaders in the classroom um, and also supporting the academics for the teachers. So the, so the example of the, the, uh, the person from the children's hospital, mm -hmm. will they be there, you said, is that a full-time? It is a full-time. So they'll be there during the school day? Sometimes during the school day, sometimes in the evening. Um, the part of the model of the community school is that the building is accessible outside of school hours. So there's okay. a clinic. Um, that will have sort of its own private door where families can come and receive the counseling that they need for their children mm -hmm. um, at a time that works best for them. Fantastic. So your job is to coordinate the apps, as you call them, with the kids yeah. to make sure that the kids have access to the, the, the correct services that they need. Exactly, and I definitely don't want to downplay the role that the school plays in that um, sure. because really what we need to do you know, we're all there to support the children and to mm -hmm. support the families and to help lift the whole community up. And so what uh, my job is, is to create that echo chamber, right? So what's happening in the classroom and at the school during the day, what's happening after school, working with some of the outreach professionals that are on staff to find out what's happening at home um, so that we can get the right services to the right kids to the and the right families at the right time. Fantastic. Can you give me a couple ideas on what will make the program successful? I mean, is it um, is it stuff like uh, parental involvement, you know, different things down that line? What what really is key to make a community school work? 
Yeah, well, the, as you know, United Way is in the impact business, and mm-hmm. so we want to make a big impact in this community. Some of the things that we're looking at um, to happen on from the students' perspective is improve grades and standardized test scores um, by helping teachers to teach, uh, improve school attendance, uh, decrease disciplinary actions, and having students spend more time uh, on enrichment and learning activities um, Historically, there haven't been a lot of opportunities offered specifically at the school that we're starting with. All right. For families, we really want to increase their ability to uh, ensure that the basic needs are met. Um, So increasing financial stability, uh, increasing the use of the school facility. We're starting out in a brand new school, which Mm -hmm. is very exciting. Um, And also increasing parent participation in school events and volunteer opportunities. All right. And the school that you're starting in? Is Knapp Elementary. Okay, and it's brand new, correct? Brand new. Okay, that's that's exciting in itself. So the the school, was the school, um, when it was being designed, uh, was the community school concept carried out in the design of the school? Absolutely. It's a great point. Um, So what's really neat about it is that what the parents said that they wanted to see, what the staff said they wanted to see, the faculty, community, they all had a voice around the table, mm-hmm. which was, it's a kind of rare that you get that inclusive of a process with such a big project, you know, especially through a large school district. So I really commend um, the district leadership in United Way for making sure that the voices are heard mm-hmm. um, uh, from those areas. And when you first walk into the school, all of the community amenities are right up front. They actually built in a community room, really? which has a smart board, which for my age, I should know how to work those things, but <laughs> I got some learning to do too. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, uh, but it's a large room with tables, chairs, uh, lots of technology, um, the library, is fully equipped. Um, the cafeteria is beautiful. It's all glass, can seat o- uh, just over 500. Wow. Uh, has a kitchen, which anybody that is involved in food movements uh-huh. will know that a lot of schools got rid of their kitchens over the last 30 sure. years. And so it's really exciting. We'll be able to offer a fresh fruit and veggie bar with every meal for our students. Um, it also has a really amazing gym. Oh. Uh, it's huge. I mean, scoreboards, brand new backboards, they got bleachers that pull out. Um, it's really going to be a cornerstone, cornerstone of the community and help bring a lot of pride. That's great. The community school concept is not new, correct? Correct. Okay, can you give, do you have any examples of some other communities that might have used, uh, have, have used this successfully? Definitely. So the Coalition for Community Schools is a nationwide group, um, and they've been in operation for about 20 years. Um, You can look at Nashville schools, Albuquerque down in New Mexico. They've had huge success. Actually, my first week on the job, they sent me down to New Mexico. So my, (laughs) my, I know it was kind (laughs) of nice because it was in April, so it was still Uh really cold. But um, so, uh, but I got a chance to walk through a lot of elementary schools that are very similar to NAP. It's 100% walking, 100% free and reduced lunch, a lot of diverse populations, um, and to see their success and um, have a model uh, operating that way, which was really cool. That had to be uh, exciting to watch. It was. Yeah, encouraging to see. How, how long, I mean, because today we're in a instant gratification world mm-hmm. and our expectations are immediate. Um, how how long should it take? You know, how long should should people 
prepare to see results in a community school? I mean, because this isn't something that that's going to happen overnight. I mean, Correct. is it? I mean, it, do you look at this as a you know a three year, five year type situation where you can really start um, seeing if the if the, if the work is working, so mm -hmm. to speak, where the, you know the, the the key the key components that you just talked about a little bit ago, if they're if they're increasing, if they're improving. Right. How long how long does something like that take in your in your opinion? Well, if you ask my fearless leader, he's going to want to see results in a year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can believe which, that. Which I do, too, and uh -huh. I think everybody does. Uh, realistically, though, we're looking at doing um, uh, having this as a two- to three-year pilot project mm -hmm. and then looking at expanding the model across the district and across the county. So it's not just the city of Racine that sure. we're looking to serve. We serve yeah. the whole county. Because a lot of people think, you know, in our in our county, and we serve, too, kind of Kenosha and Racine County and Community mm -hmm. State Bank, and, and many people think that these just some of the issues that are on the eastern side of the interstate, but we we have problems over on the western side also similar to uh, to the ones they have on the eastern side. Probably just not as big because there's just not as many kids. There's not as many people. But well, and there's a saying that if you've seen one community school, you've seen one community school. Yeah. The model is set up not to prescribe. This is how schools work best. Uh huh. It it is a model that sets up an opportunity for a community to reclaim their school and make it their own sure. and say this is what works best for us. Yeah. Is that is that challenging for you because there's really you know there's no um, there's no book that explains what to do and how to do it. I mean like you said there's so many different ones and they're so different. Um, mm -hmm. Is that a challenge to you to to try to determine what's the best avenue to take the, the best pieces of the ones that you've seen or talked about and bring them together? Well, I think what's challenging about it is that you get a lot of voices and then you have to pare down, right? Uh -huh. It's like an investigative journalism piece almost, sure, you know? So sure. you have to really think through and be strategic and be inclusive. And I think that being uh, very genuine in your inclusion and allowing that people voice mm -hmm, mm -hmm. can be challenging when you're trying to speed up a process. But I think that the end result is going to be that much stronger. Okay. So. I enjoy that challenge, sure. And sure. I don't. Um, I think that it's something that will uh, ensure sustainability mm -hmm. um, for many years to come. Instruction manual is what I was trying to think of. Oh, there's, yeah. there's no instruction manual with, well, with what to do. But there is a there's sort of a framework, and it's mm -hmm. a series of stories. And so there's you know you want to make sure that you have your uh, school leadership team, which I'm a part of, and we have our community advisory council. So people, some folks that are from the Knapp neighborhood and other folks that are more citywide or countywide are also providing influence and advice. And so it ab it's able to kind of um, become its own. And mm -hmm. that's really what you want to do. If you think about it, I used to own a small cafe in downtown Racine. So we think about this business that um, my husband and I built and really my husband. I, I often say we when I mean him, um, uh -huh. which anybody that's been in a long-term relationship <laughs> knows how that goes. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things that I learned from him is that we want to identify what our goals are and then we want to sort of let it go, just like a child, mm -hmm. you know, a small business, a child, any type of really great community-minded organization or movement create some stability and persistence and support, mm -hmm. but you really let it develop its own 
sure. on its own. So. Yeah. So you'll look back a couple of years from now and you'll say, yeah, though it's very easy to understand, having <laughs> gone through the two years to see how it's developed and how it, how, what the outcome is, really. Yeah. So, so I mean, and I think the important part is to keep our eye on the ball. You know, uh, United Way uh, leadership does a really great job of creating specific um, attainable goals that we mm -hmm. want to achieve. And then my job is to break that down into smaller steps at through my work and mm -hmm. so identifying which one of those goals I need to reach and who I need to get in the right place in order to achieve that. Sure. Um, so that also I think helps add some framework. So there's not a one, two, three step, mm -hmm. but there is a trajectory and a goal in the end and sort sure. of allows me to color outside the lines a little bit you too. You bet, that's exciting. Yeah. You know, the uh, providing an educated workforce is, is the the key, the key driver for United Way today. Absolutely. And can you talk a little bit about what you're doing and how that supports providing an educated workforce? Sure. Well, we've read studies after studies about the if you invest five dollars in a child when they're in kindergarten, it's going to save you thousands, millions of dollars down the line, right? So the more you invest early on, the the higher the outcome, right? Bit better return on investment. Um, and so that is one of the main reasons that we chose to do community schools as a United Way. We're not the only United Way in the country doing this either. There's about 50 other United Ways across the United States that are involved with community schools in one way or another because we see the strong impact that mm -hmm. it can make. Um, I think that we also uh, are going to be providing some of our programming that we've started um, at United Way, so our Schools of Hope tutoring program will be there to increase that investment. We also will be offering the Advancing Family Assets program, which provides uh, financial support and mentoring for current families. Okay. Um, we've also talked with uh, lots of financial institutions, including Community State Bank, about coming out and providing some financial literacy courses for mm -hmm. our parents. We're looking to do that this spring, which will be exciting. Um, and we really want to provide those supports through uh, education uh, to help families provide the stability that they desire to have uh -huh. in their lives to help them be more successful now and to provide the support to their child so their children can be support uh, throughout their life. Fantastic. What do you see as your biggest challenge? Well, so I think that the biggest challenge right now is becoming a familiar face uh -huh. and gaining the trust of the people that I work with and the community that I am working in. You know, I only live uh, about six blocks from Knapp wow. Elementary School, so it is my community. Sure. Um, but it is, you know, it's a, it's a large area, and so there's a lot of people that I don't know, and mm -hmm. I'm a new face, and people, you know, aren't necessarily sure what I'm all about. So I just have to keep uh, cruise directing my social <laughs> services and, mm -hmm. um, and hopefully get people where they, uh, things that they really enjoy and follow through on my word and earn that trust. Fantastic. Yeah. Is there any any last items or last thoughts that you would like to share with us that uh, you, sh you think that people should know about? Definitely, this is a community effort. Um, and so if there is an opportunity for you, your organization, um, if you have an interest in being involved, um, we have volunteer opportunities throughout the school year. Uh, one of which is you could be a Schools of Hope tutor and tutor a first or second grade student at NAP. It's one hour a week. It's, pretty, it's a pretty awesome program. 
Um, I think also sharing the stories and keeping keep listening to things like this and uh, paying attention to the positive things that are happening and think about what passion or what gift do I have that I can share with my community. So whether it's at NAP in our elementary school or at your local school, try to find a way to get engaged because our schools really need the whole community behind them. That's fantastic. And, and you will be, most of your time is spent at NAP school then, correct? Correct, okay. yeah. I'm right in the main office, so well, stop by and say hi. Outstanding, outstanding. <laughs> well, Jamie, we really appreciate it. I love your enthusiasm. If Thank there's uh, if there's anybody that can get this done, it's you. Um, it's it's fantastic to see it and to see the the light in your eyes that uh, says I want to accomplish what uh, we need to accomplish over there. And uh, it's it's great to have you. Thanks for coming today. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for listening to CSV Broadcast. For more information on Community State Bank, visit us at communitystatebank.net.